0: This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Ziffert, only on 101.9 High fm
1: Writing in Biz News a little while back, editor Alec Hogg noted the following. Few seem to notice Friday's sense announcement that Ian Cantor would be stepping off the domestic board after 45 years of service. I did. Because of hundreds of business leaders who crossed the young financial journalist's path in the 1980s. None made a bigger impression on me than the electrical engineer who founded Investec. I'm honored to have Ian Kant as my guest to tell me more about the founding of the great success story that Investec has become. Ian, welcome and thank you so much for joining me from Amsterdam. Thank you, Lisa. Ian, what was it like in 1974 when you started Investec? Can you bring take me back to those days?
0: I mean the honest yeah the honest truth is i I'd, I'd, I'd worked for an extraordinary um pretoria built business, Plan International, which had been founded by Stanley Kaplan, the late Stanley Kaplan and Healy Rostovsky worked with him and I knew Stanley obviously he lived three streets up from us. he lived on the top we lived in the valley, and I can remember walking up there with my dad one day and there was smoke coming out of Stanley's chimney, and I said that's how the rich live and he said to me. Be very happy when his chimney is smoking. When the chimney of the rich smokes, smoke, chimneys of the rich smoke, then the poor have got work. i never forget that. Anyway, and, uh, he, I then joined IBM and, uh, he approached me because I, I was selling to the finance industry and he approached me and said, would you like to join Lease Plan? And he explained to me what it was about. And I was you know, an engineer. i done an MBA, understood finance, understood the math. And I said yes. And, and, and I mean, at, at a fraction of what I was earning at IBM, but I was so excited about what they were doing. And uh, a couple of years later, I was on a holiday in Cape Town, and uh, I, I got the announcement. And I literally got up to Johannesburg, and after uh, I've enjoyed myself so much. I was so excited. I actually believe that I would have loved the lease plan for my entire career. Um, but I didn't want to work for a bank.
1: Quite ironic, that.
0: And uh, I then I, I then went to a number of Christmas parties that evening, because it was that time of year. The first being lease, uh, lease plans. So, yeah, uh, speak to all the guys and say goodbye. Then I went to the IBM party, which was all at the sunny side hotel in Johannesburg, because they were right next door. And then I went with a friend to the NCR party, where I met another IBM client of mine, a guy called Ivor Michael Allen Wesley Lewis, not Jewish, Welsh. And he was chairman of Hoskin Consolidated Investments. And the Hoskins and the Lewises had married into the Hoskin family. They're all Welsh. And um, Michael said, what are you doing? And I said, nothing. And he, everybody had had a bit to drink. We had a few beers. Arms was around me and he said, no, uh, you're starting tomorrow as our investment manager. I said, fine, Michael, send me a letter. I mean, you know, joke. I started the next day. And um, when we'd made quite a lot of, done quite well out of <coughs> the portfolio at that time, 1974, March 28, we'd sold a lot of gold shares in 74. And uh, he said, what do you want to do with the money? I said, we'll start a leasing company. And we registered Hoskin Consolidated Leasing on the 28th of March, 1974. And it's just this kind of, yeah, um, uh, spontaneous things that you sometimes are, are lucky enough to be able to do. And um, but Michael was an extremely difficult man to work with. He kept firing me. <laughs> I went into one. I said, Michael, that's enough already. Um, I know that he, he built a lot of property, which I was very critical of. And, and in seventy six for anybody was around, was a dramatic period in South Africa. Uh, and and the UK, America, globally, um, industry stocks had collapsed, property values had collapsed. So I said, I will, we'll buy, and we was, Errol Grohlman had joined me. And uh, we were very friendly with Larry Nestat. His father had an interest in the group. Larry joined us because they would help us get a banking facility. I mean, it wasn't a lot of money, but that was the three of us. And so we bought it from Michael so that he could get the money back to pay off the debt on the properties.
1: So your first, We had a
0: leasing company and changed the name to Investec. Yeah?
1: And your first company was in town, in Moy Street, is that correct?
0: Uh, well, town, Bromfontein. Bromfontein. <laughs> <Where did> you... <laughs> <laughs> no, it was in Bromfontein, and that was Hoskin Consolidated Leasing. And then that was, the IGI was part of the group, and when IGI moved to Moy Street, they offered us premises, and we said, "Yeah, lovely. We'll be with you."
1: And then watching Investec grow over the kind of last three five years, what has that been like? And how does one ensure that you're always going upwards?
0: I, I get a lot of the credit, and it really wasn't me. I mean, people like um Larry and Errol in the beginning did a hell of a lot. Um, I wasn't sure that that they could pay me a salary, so and, and I was very keen to do a PhD, so I went to teach at Vitz. So while working with Investtech, I was teaching at WITS and hoping to do my PhD, but Investec got in the way of that and, um, eventually had to give up WITS. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, I really, I love the teaching and I love the research. Next life. Um, so Galarian you know, we were however busy and then Stephen and Bernard joined and Glenn Berger had been our auditor, sat opposite Linda Buzanski, had been with me at LPI, Leeds Plan International in 1972, uh, he was the auditor. So, and when Lynn qualified, we said, Lynn, you're joining us. And, and because we knew him well. And, uh, so they were the guys who actually took it much further than, than I did. I, I was a happy passenger.
1: You sat on the board, is that correct, for 45 years? Yeah. What was it like stepping down?
0: It was like getting out of a hot bath. It was like being in a warm bath. It just—it was lovely. And every time you get into the bath, you're very happy. And then, I just—what else? Yeah, I think I said to Alec that I've run a hell of a lot. I've run many, many half marathons, and I thought it would be a silly thing to run a marathon. So that 45 years with Investec—that was my marathon. Now, it was a gradual process. I mean, you, you start a company, you become CEO, you remain chairman, you become chairman of a holding company. And I was that until 2002. So it's a gradual process. And you, then you get off the bank orders some subsidiaries, you get off the board, off the committee. So, you know, it's a, it's quite a natural process. For me, it was.
1: you obviously living in Amsterdam. uh What are you doing there?
0: Um, yeah, as uh, when I got to Amsterdam, we um, I said, I'm going to do something. So they said, well, if you do something, take us with you. And that became a joint venture with a, uh, I mean, Peter Saratsky joined me. who had been with Investec and, and, and done a lot of work with me, and he was leaving. So I wasn't poaching, and I wouldn't poach. And we went and saw 185 banks. And one of them was a bank called Credits was First Boston The debt. Stage was the golden Sachs of today. They were extraordinary, and there was a very nice man called Robert Jennyard, extraordinary, brilliant man. Said we want to do business with you, and they saw South Africa as opening up. They were right. They were kind. This was 1984. They were five, six years too early. And um, but nevertheless, I mean, we we went did a joint venture with them. And, um uh, eventually that thing bought a bank in Holland called Bank at about four was a very established 1790, 17, uh, 17 1779, 1769, I can't remember exactly. And, um, a very good name and it had nothing in it. I don't think anybody even knew it was a bank. And it was the same as when we bought K trustees and executors. Yeah, you know, it was a kind of shell. And, okay, that's useful. And um, as that grew, Investec had an interest. They retained the interest. Um, I don't know where it is. We're liquidating that business today because it was eventually sold to Credit Bank Luxembourg. Uh, So I got very sick. That's a long story. We had to support the bank because people were worried what happens if it doesn't survive. And so we sold the bank over a period of 10 years to uh, a thing called... Uh, BNP Paribas, Banque Nationale de Paris, biggest bank in Europe, and um, and eventually that was on sold to Credit Bank Luxembourg. I disappeared. That was about three four years ago. But along the way, you're liquidating shares in investing and 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 NC as you get older, and we started building a little fund with that, and we bought a business by accident, which is a very exciting business. And then a good friend of mine, Ronald who had run a one of the top four financial institutions in Holland um, for personal reasons. He had a severely disabled child, wanted a different lifestyle. I said, good, Ronald, we're in business. Um, and so we've got a number of things that we do together in that business, together with the former uh, financial director of Singapore, or CFO if you want, um, Bank Insinger, Rob Moy, and, um, and, and my wife, Mary Lou, may be the smartest of us all. She's English, born in London, grew up a long English tradition. And um, you know, there are not very many of us, but we, we do a lot of things. Ian, <laughs> all, all exciting things.
1: In in a post-COVID environment, what advice would you give to anybody looking to start out now or start again?
0: It's interesting. We, you know, we talk to our children. Our children are there. Uh, I, I, one child is just qualified with a double, double masters. Uh, um, Matthew's got a double masters. He's with us. We're not actually in, in Amsterdam right now. We're in Austria, where it's in the mountains It's very safe for me. I have a, as you know, bad chest, like he claimed. And, um, Matthew's studying maths. I said, I really want to use this time to do something I always want. Evelyn, uh, and a good friend started baking breads in our house in Amsterdam, so it became a bakery. And everybody wanted the breads, and they were selling them, I, I mean, all of your chair. Ian, thank you so much for joining
1: me.
0: Teresa, really you've been a wonderful host, thank you. Yeah. <laughs>